Everybody, this is Jimmy Bratcher. It's August 11th, 2021, and it's hot in Kansas City, and I am loving it. I love the hot weather. As I said last time, I think it's only appropriate that we complain about one season, so pick one and whine about it if you want to. Mine is wintertime. I love the summertime. I used to work outside all the time doing construction, and uh, I loved it. I loved being outside, doing all those things. And it do you good to get outside in the sunshine and soak up some of that good vitamin D. You know, they say that's a real good defense about all these viruses and things that are going on and just good for you in general. But uh, anyway, I'm in a real spiritual mood tonight. So look out, because I'm coming at you with some spiritual truth and uh, some great music. This is a song that I played on here a couple of times before, but when I was thinking about the mood that I'm in, I was I just thought, you know what? I think I'll just I'll just steal this song from Eric Stark, my friend. If you want to listen to this beyond just what's on the string, you can find it on YouTube. Uh, just search for Eric Stark music, and it'll come up. It's called Where Rivers Flow. Oh 
my friend Eric Stark doing his song Where Rivers Flow. Eric is uh, has to be a hidden treasure, let's put it that way, because if you go look, he has this vast catalog of material of music that he's written over the last 30 years, and um, if you go look for it online, it's just not there. So we're working, I'm working with Eric on some things together, and so anyway, that's a good thing. Sherry and I have been uh, at busy lately. We uh, Took some time off last week. Our friends, uh, some friends of ours invited us to come to their home in Branson, Missouri. And so we went down and did a bunch of laying around and eating and boating and having just some time off. And then on the way back home, uh, we got a, we stopped for, for lunch in Springfield, Missouri and got a call from a friend that said, hey, I got uh, two tickets for you guys to go see Garth Brooks at Arrowhead Stadium, and so we went to that, and we were on the second row, uh, which was really unbelievable, and that was great. But I had, uh, I think I mentioned this on Sunday, I had loaned my motorcycle to my friend Pastor Philip O'Reilly because he wanted to go to Sturgis, so he brought his motorcycle to me, and I let him take mine, and he made the, and took, I think they kind of de- did some detours, but it was about 800 miles up there, and he got within a quarter mile of the house where they were staying with our friends up there, and uh, hit a patch of gravel. It was a little—he was going a little too slow. Gravel was a little too deep. 
The bike went down and the mistake he made was trying to stop it and his foot rolled back underneath the saddlebag and and anyway had it has an oblique fracture of his foot and uh, I don't know exactly which bone it is I'm just saying foot and so Sherry and I jumped in the van on Sunday drove 721 miles up there to pick him up and pick up my bike and and got up Monday morning and loaded the bike up and turned around and drove 721 miles back 1442 miles round trip and so we got home Monday night about 10:30, and uh, we we was whooped, but uh, but we're back now. So I chose that song of Eric's because um, uh, because I was today. I just went and Sherry and I went and we visited a friend of ours who is in the last moments of their life, and uh, and it just kind of brought to mind you know whenever you're in a situation like that and. So, which is something that all of us are going to face, which is our physical, the deterioration of our physical body. But it was never, you know, that was never God's intention for us. Uh, God's intention for us was that, you know, we would be eternal. We would be created eternal. One of my friend's mothers used to say, yeah, what was it she used to say? I think I, I have to think about it to get it right. She goes, uh, uh, I can't remember what she said. I'll, I'll remember it here in a minute. Um, she says, I'm, I'm not getting, she's something like, I'm not getting any older because I'm eternal, but my mortality kicks up every now and then. And, uh, but we're all going to come to that conclusion where the deterioration of, and the corruption that's here on the earth due to mankind's failure, nothing to do with God, never was his intent. But you see, God gave us authority on planet Earth. That's what Genesis uh, chapter 1 tells us, that he gave us dominion or authority. So there's, there are things that God is sovereign in, but when it comes to mankind having authority, he has given that authority to us on planet Earth. And we made decisions that corrupted God's plan for us. Now, he sent Jesus to redeem us from all of those things, but not all, of the, not all things have been redeemed. Simply, you know, we have the promise that there's going to be a new earth and it's going to be different and Jesus is going to be the governing force of that. Somebody say hallelujah to that one, man. We need some stability in our governments around the world, not just here in America. I'm sure our, our friends up in Canada would probably feel the same way. But the Bible says that when Jesus comes, that the hallmark characteristic of his government is going to be peace. And I just, you know, I, I'm looking at all this going, come quickly, Lord Jesus, you know, the word Maranatha. I, I use that word in my song, um, when kingdom comes, Maranatha, it means come quickly, Lord. Even so, come quickly, Maranatha. But it was never God's intention for us to be that way, you know, to, for us to, to suffer this corruption and this deterioration in our bodies. Death was, is a, was and is a foreign entity that we fight against with all of our might. I mean, and that's what we should do. When we're in a fight 
in the last moments of our life. Our bodies struggle with that because it's not something that God designed us to experience. It's something that the Lord let us choose whether we would have life or not. And you know, that's the thing about it. We get all sidetracked into various religious or biblical discussions and all those things. And those are all fine and good. But in the reality of how we experience what God has for it, it comes down to one thing, life. It comes down to that one thing, life. And as Sherry and I were in the hospital this morning, we were praying uh, with our friend who's in her very last moments of life. I always go to Revelation chapter 21, verse 4. And I actually have a song that I've written about this that I haven't released. But it, Revelation 21, 4 says, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, and there shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. So when I when I read that, or like when I, we were there this morning, I prayed that passage of scripture over our friend. Um, because there is a day coming when death will be banished and done away with. There will be no more death. And I, I, I've said this many times. I don't think I've ever said it here on the stream. But when that day happens... If we're in heaven or on earth, I'm not going to go into the theology, the chronological, uh, the chronology of that. But wherever we are, just know that there's going to be a party at my house, either my house or my mansion in heaven. One or the other, there's going to be a party there because the day comes when we no longer experience death. And I'm I'm so thrilled and I have this expectation. I'm looking forward to that day when all of the promises of this passage of scripture are fulfilled in my physical body, in your physical body. Not only, you know, this this passage speaks to us of the character of God right off the bat, and it says, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. It's like how much, you know, that's, that's God the way that he really is. And all of this erroneous stuff about him being the source of our pain, bringing all this disaster and calamity on the planet, all of those things. This verse speaks to the reality of how he feels about us and that he wants us to not be crying. And, you know, the Bible says that, that tears, weeping, may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And we go through periods of, of weeping, but we need to make sure that we don't allow it to be prolonged because joy comes in the morning. But it says he'll wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death, nor sorrow. I don't know... <clears throat> I don't know where a blues singer fits into that realm, but but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I really am. I'm just, I'm really looking forward to that reality where there's no more death. There's no more sorrow. And then it says that there's no more crying. 
And so, you know, you better get your crying over with here on earth because once this scripture is fulfilled, it's all gone. And then I, I love this one, and there will be no more pain. I just, you know, we fight against pain. Our bodies are designed to resist against pain. And uh, everything in us fights against pain and being in pain. And we have this promise. There's not going to be, there's going to be no more pain. For the former things have passed away. So there's a day coming when all of these things that have been corrupted by our bad choices, by our bad decision, you know, back in Genesis 2.17, where we take of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, um, all that's going to be done away with, completely wiped away. The earth's going to be redeemed. We're going to be in a different, a different place, better place. And, uh, and I just so look forward to that. Because after all, what God wants us to experience and what he's had in mind all along is he wants us to experience life. And not just, you know, the general sense of life, not just existing, but he wants us to, to experience life, the quality of life that he has. And that's his desire. You know, in John 10, 10, it says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. But, you know, I have come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Just so you'll know, there's no but in that scripture. It simply says, the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they, might, that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. Life is the issue and what God wants us to experience is life. One of the things that um, I think through these, uh, through the lockdowns or house arrest and all the things that we've been through in the last year and that they're threatening to do again, what it does is it really puts us in a state where we, um, it suppresses our expression. And God intended for us to experience life and to enjoy it. And that's one of the things that Sherry and I have decided, you know, we're not going to let this, uh, these events that are going on in our world, this virus, all of the things that are attached to it, the political environment, all of the anger and all of those things, we're not going to let that stop us from experiencing life. Take precautions, do what you feel in your heart you should do, which is the best thing you should do, but don't let it stop you from experiencing life, relationships, joy, happiness, laughter, all of the things that are tenets of God's character that he instilled in us. You know, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And through this, it's so important that we don't allow ourselves to get caught up in the chaos. God is the dispeller of chaos, and I've taught you all about that. And his plan is to blow chaos away and that is where we should be doing the same thing. How do we do that? It's been my strategy since this thing started in March of 2020. Romans 12, 21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Do I get in the flesh every now and then about what's going on in our culture and in our society? 
The answer is yes. Do I get angry about it? The answer is yes. All of those things. But at the end of it, my strategy is I'm going to keep on doing good. I'm going to keep on loving people. I'm going to keep on speaking joy. I'm going to keep myself in peace. I'm going to keep my mind focused. You know, New Old King James says, I'm going to keep my mind stayed on thee, the Lord. I'm going to keep my mind and bring that stability back to my inner man. Like I was talking about on Sunday, that's going to be my meditation. I'm going to have eyes that I'm looking around saying, all right, now where can I do good? What can I do to help somebody today? So anyway, I wanted to plant that in your heart today, just that life is the issue and you should be experiencing it. And it should be bringing joy to your hearts. If it isn't, then get in there and ask God to make you and me, you know, I don't know what to say, like a superhero when it comes to defeating chaos, that we bring the word that comes out of our heart and just the aura that we carry around where we're bringing peace instead of chaos. We're imparting joy instead of sadness. We're removing tears and crying and bringing laughter. All of those things. You know, one of the things about, and I'll stop after I tell this story. One of the things about uh, Pastor Philip and Susan O'Reilly is they went through a very traumatic experience about 18 years ago in that after serving 20 years uh, in a church where they were the senior pastors, um, their board did a coup and ran them off. And they were super, super depressed, ready to quit. In fact, Philip told me he was going to go sell insurance and he was going to get out of the ministry. And I said, no, you're not. You're not going to do that. I'm not going to let you do that. God has called you and uh, he's called you to this city. And I'm not going to, I'm going to stand in your way. You know, I'm going to be, a, I was looking around for a little book. There's a little book called uh, Roadblocks on the Way to Hell. I'm going to be a roadblock um, in your life. And one of the things that Sherry and I did, uh, we just got them, we got with them and we got them to laugh. And he said it just on the way back that the a huge part of, their process of healing was those days when we were together and we made them laugh. And, you know, so you never know how impactful and how powerful these things are going to be that in the midst of chaos and turmoil and defeat, when everything's been stripped away from someone, just getting there with that joy that causes strength to come. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So anyway, that's what I have for you this evening. I am, uh, things are getting busy around here for us. I hope that they continue to be. So this Sunday, uh, the 15th, I will be at El Dorado Correctional Center in El Dorado, Kansas. Uh, they have canceled us twice. And uh, this time I'm going down by myself and just do a chapel service. I'll do a concert, uh, kind of ministry concert that I do. And speaking of that, I am getting about this close to announcing a date when I'm going to do another concert, streaming concert. Uh, this time it will be completely acoustic. Uh, I did an acoustic set a couple of weeks ago at an event and Sherry just went nuts over it. So I'm paying attention. I'm letting my wife lead me 
And so I'm going to be doing that. I'll, I'll announce that in the next week or so. So that's the 15th. The 21st, I'll be at Knuckleheads opening for the Cold Stairs with a new band. The 28th, I'll be at Kearney Amphitheater in Kearney, Missouri, uh, playing at their Blues Fest. I think we go on around 7 o'clock or something there, but you should, uh, you know, if you're in the area, you should plan on being that. So that's the 28th. And then the 29th, we jump in the car early in the morning and drive to Harlan, Iowa, and I'm playing it at Faith Family Church's picnic outside. And then the 30th, the next day, I'll be at First and Grand under the bridge with our friends at the Worship Wagon doing a ministry event to the homeless. So that'll take us up through August. That's enough. That's a busy week right there. But, uh, but we'll be doing all those things. But I am going to announce a date soon, uh, just so we'll have enough lead time, probably a couple weeks out, when I'm going to do an acoustic uh, streaming concert again. And uh, I'm excited about doing that. So let's pray. We have, we have a bunch of friends right now that are, um, are several, I'll put it that way, fully vaccinated with COVID and, uh, and suffering. And so we want them to recover very quickly and to get through it. And then they'll have the natural antibodies plus the vaccination. And um, so we want to pray for them. We want to pray for our friend who's at the end of her life. Uh, continue to pray for Pam Summers, everyone that's suffering with sickness. You know, one of the things I'm really looking forward to, I don't know, I've, I've had this in my heart for a long time. There's some kind of breakthrough uh, that's upon us. I'm going to say that. I hate to project things into to the future, but I'm asking the Lord for in the area of the ministry of healing. And uh, I want to see that really functioning and fluent in the body of Christ in my life and in my family, uh, I want to see those miracles and signs and wonders taking place. And I know they are, but I want to see them uh, physically for our friends like Pam, who's suffering, uh, uh, bass player Dale Armstrong, still suffering with COVID, all of those things. So let's pray. Father, thank you so much that you care for us, that you love us, that you are, that Jesus, that you have defeated death, it's no longer has its sting or its power that we have this hope beyond this life. Lord, let us all experience all of life that you've intended for us to have. Let us be filled with laughter, with joy, with gladness. And Lord, let us go about and do good. Lord, heal those that are suffering tonight. Father, those of our friends that are suffering with COVID, Pam, everyone that's suffering with any kind of disease. Father, we just ask you for that, Lord. Manifest, let their healing manifest those promises that we know are ours. Show us the breakthrough in the, in the miraculous. And we trust you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I will be back Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, just doing that for everyone that has given to help support us financially. Thank you so much for that. Sherry and I are so blessed to be able to do what we do, and we're most blessed that you participate with us, both being here on the stream and financially participating with us. So that's what I got for you all. I will see you Sunday morning. Adios.